Pull the lever, Kronk. Man, shut the fuck up. Eat my whole ass. <laughs> Eat my ass whole. I feel good! Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Review Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning and vibest. I am your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And I am I'm in the holiday spirit. I'm ready to talk turkey. Turkey? I'm Matt Knotts. Talk turkey. Who? What? Who's and there's that? a voice here. And you know what? Because we're talking turkey, I thought we'd bring in the 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 man behind Food About Town, the man behind Curate Meals, a, a, a true food legend in Rochester. Wow. Uh, I wanted to bring him in and talk about this because it's an important subject. It, we're talking turkey here tonight. So, Chris Lindstrom, yeah. welcome to the show. I have to ask you, when you eat your turkey, are you a white meat or a dark meat guy? Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm now a vegan, so I eat no turkey and... I, I don't want to eat the tofurkey nonsense. I hate it. I think it's awful. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How do you keep the breast moist? So the last time, so I'm going to, I'm not going to fall for the joke at all because this is a serious show about serious beer drinking. The answer is saliva. <laughs> <laughs> so since this is a serious show, the last time I cooked a turkey, I actually sous vide the turkey breast and I uh, slow roasted the legs uh, I took the, I de-skinned the whole turkey and hey, hey, cooked them in between two pans didn't, to get them nice yeah. and crisp, real nice. Didn't you date sous vide in high school? <laughs> yeah, um, she was nice for a, you know, I don't know, you ever like, you know how sometimes a boob feels like a bag of really hot water? Yeah. I mean, sure. Yes, and? Oh, I was making so, a joke about sous vide. Yeah. So I heard I heard she didn't run hot or cold, ran a very consistent temperature. Consistently I, warm for a long period of time. It was a yeah. long term relationship. Yeah. I, I don't know how very, to sous vide. Very very tender. <laughs> I've never cooked a turkey. Very tender. If I if I do cook a turkey, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get the butter up under the skin with the herbs and spices. Yeah. Silence of the lamb style. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'll have some fava beans with a nice Chianti, which is not what you want to eat with, drink with liver. Although a Chianti would be quite nice with a turkey. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's yeah. a, a fine wine from the uh, from the central regions of, central northern regions of Italy. Peas grow there. Mmm, San Giovese. So, as you <laughs> no doubt ascertained by now, this is a beer podcast. Oh, yeah. That it is. And it's, uh, it's the Friendsgiving season, so what better friend to bring into our rectum uh rec room what you were right the first time yeah i think uh so. then then christopher pontius lindstrom yeah i i am i am the the party boy of this situation um you, are, you, uns, uns. you are the situation <laughs> i am the situation, the situation of this situation <clears throat> you can tell by the prodigious amount of uh hair lubricant slash spike mm-hmm. that i'm uh rocking and the uh washboard um, abs and then the banana hammock, which, you know, that's the, the Pontius side of things. And that's kind of mm-hmm. kind of the world that we live in here in the Food About Town studio. I questioned it because there's flurries outside. It's very mm. cold, so I can't imagine it's it's comfortable. But I appreciate your commitment to, it's, to the bit. It's the buffalo I, in me, you know. Yeah. You know, one for year, me, I, one year I went. It's the detached collar and, and the bow tie. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, 
detached collar, detached <laughs> retinas from the bar fights. Yeah. You know, what's part of what you do. It's Erie County all day long. <laughs> it's what you do. Yeah. So what are we drinking here tonight, my friend? Oh boy. So this is, this is a whole mechanic. God damn it. God. Still my show, Chris. Damn it. Still, still my show. Eh. Still, still my show. <laughs> hey, McKenneth, what are we drinking tonight? Show. So, I, I've come to understand something about Chris Lindstrom in the past two and a half years. Can you believe it's an, it's actually a lot closer to three years it's now? Almost Matt. three years. We're almost almost three, three years. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I've I've come to learn something about Chris Lindstrom in the last nearly three years that we've been doing this show, and that is that Chris Lindstrom, you you didn't start drinking until quite late in life. Quite. And when you did start, you didn't go for any of that uh, run of the mill stuff. You went straight for the good stuff. If I remember correctly, one of your first beers ever was a was a heady topper. Yeah, I think it was the second or third one I ever had. I think the first was a blood orange goza from Anderson Valley, a fine product. Oh, and this is why they call you Top Shelf Chris. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, and that that's not to, to even to mention all of the uh, fascinating little uh, glass bottles all over your your uh, your little medicine cabinet behind Matt there. Oh yeah, uh, there's a couple. Yeah. Just a couple, uh, but you, you just went ahead and you jumped right over all the all the bullshit, all the macro beers. So we're going to do some macro beers with Chris Lindstrom and expose him to some of the the great products, the wonderful products therein. And this is um, this is macro beers part one because yes. there's no way I am doing more than three in a sitting <laughs> of the of these. But yes. we, I mean, there's a wide range. So what I'll say is. I've had a very small selection of macro beers. Um, so if we count Genesee and Genesee, yeah. uh, I've had some of those products. I greatly enjoy those. I've, you know, Jenny Red Eye, uh, Jenny Cream, those kind of things. Those are great. Um, but when it comes to the big national brands, I think I've had Miller High Life at like some sort of industry event, which does that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I think it was a coffee night where I was judging latte art. Okay. Um, and shadowing for our first beer tonight. Sure. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think, I think maybe I had a, oh, it could have been like a bud light or something like that. I don't okay. know. Maybe once I have no recollection yeah. of that. Very and, drunk that night. Um, no, it was so unmemorable. I can't remember which one of them it was. And then I think I had, one mountain brew beer ice out of uh, the fine area of uh, northern New York State from the Stewart's Company. I believe that was brewed by Genesee. Really? I think I took a sip. I didn't drink at the time, uh, and I took a sip, and it was the worst thing I'd ever tasted. Uh But then again, I'd never had beer before, so who am I to say? As someone who... But that tracks. (laughs) As someone who had had... (laughs) His share of beer by the time I got to the Mountain Brew Ice. Uh, no, you're correct. It was awful. Like, we bought a six-pack. It was, I think it was $3 for the six-pack, which I don't want to say price point is an indicator, but mm. boy, howdy. Mm. Well, and I think it's I think it's the Olympic athletes on the, uh, you know, on the, on the can art that make you feel like, you know what? If you're doing high-performance athletics, you really want to finish your day. I mean, even before you compete. With a Mountain Brew beer ice. Oh, see, it must have been their second label because the first one, the one when we bought it, it looked like um, somebody had tried to draw the Coors Light art 
from memory. Oh, nice. On the can. Well, that's pretty cool. And instead of red and blue, it was purple. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. Classy. Yeah, it was. Nothing's more classy than purple. We tried to use it for beer can chicken. Um, it befouled that chicken. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, we're going to start with uh, with a classic. This is uh, the theme for tonight. Stuff you find in your brother-in-law's fridge on Thanksgiving. Uh, this is going to be the Bush Latte. Ooh, yes. A, a, a fine Bush product. Yes, the Bush Light that uh, you're 13 years old, you sneak down into your grandfather's basement and go through his beer fridge, and, and this is this is all he drinks. So That's the, all you're going to be able to drink on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yep. so the one I remember being around when I was a kid was Old Milwaukee. That oh, was yeah. around a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, the definitely the the uncles with uh, issues. Uh-huh. Uh, Old Milwaukee was the beer of choice. Yeah. It's because you could buy, I think, 37 of them for, uh, they'd actually pay you a dollar. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's interesting is uh, Milwaukee is actually an old Algonquin word pronounced Milwaukee. Oh. Which means the good land. I'm, I'm going to get a crack. You ready? Yeah. Ooh. 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 All right. That's nice. It's crisp. So- for so, do either of you have any notable experiences specifically with Bush Light? No, or any of the Bush related products? Um, I, I mean, I have some experience with uh Anheuser uh Bush products, uh, n- namely Budweiser. Um, Bud Heavy only, though. I, I'm not a Bud Light person, I'm not a, I'm not a light beer person. Well, and we're not, <clears throat> we're not speaking of the uh, of the black sheep of the family, Anheuser. We're, we're talking. We're talking about Bush specifically. Yeah. Um, no. I, I, I think the only one I had heard of. I mean, I knew these existed, but I had never. I've never smelled one. I've never tasted one. I think there was. I'm, I'm smelling it right now out of the can, and it does not. Mm, that does ooh, not smell boy. like this is going to be a pleasant uh, experience. So on the nose, I'm getting just the faintest hint of like generic hops. Yeah. Like a very faint hint. Yeah, um, yeah, that might be some like uh, hop extract of some kind. That would make complete sense. I'm getting a little bit of that like cardboard smell. Yep. yep. Like dusty cardboard. Dusty cardboard, sweet corn. Oh, yeah, a lot of... <clears throat> I was going to say the next thing is definitely grain mm-hmm. and that like sweet corn or... Cream corn. Yeah, maybe a little bit of a little bit of toasty something, but not malty at all. Cream corn! No! No! <laughs> I'm getting, it's a lot of dustiness, I think, is what I'm smelling. Yeah. yeah it's like right. it's dusty corn. It's, it's, everything's oh. dusted. So I wanted to make sure oh. I poured that with a, a good amount of head so you could get the, the full ooh. experience. Yeah. Now I'm going in they deeper. It up. And, oh boy. Yeah. It's a lot of dustiness. It's like oh. almost musty, like a, like a cellar. Uh huh. That's actually where most people drink this. Oh, I'm getting rust too. I'm oh. getting like, like iron rust kind of smell, mm-hmm. but not as nice as that. I'm not going to lie to you, gents. This this is deeply unpleasant. All right. So the nose is worse than the taste. Yeah. The taste is very nothing. I'm concerned I have COVID. It, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> if I hadn't just tasted, if I hadn't just drank a cream ale right before we started uh, recording, yes, I would also be worried. The, the, this tastes of nothing but bad. Yeah, it's like I don't know if I even get bad. I just get neutral. Yeah, because there's, there's like that, um, not cream of wheat, but it's like that. There's like this vague, like cooked grain taste. Yeah, 
it's not specifically anything. So it's like a vague cooked grain taste. And I'd say it finishes like very, very lightly bitter, but not in a way that's like interesting, like an IPA. It's kind of just a whole, a whole pile of nothing. Yeah. I could see where people would sit outside and drink 30 of these. If I had to smell it, I would never put it in my mouth because yeah. I'm getting a little bit of baby diaper on the nose too. Uh-huh. Well, that's why most folks just drink it out of the can. You don't really get any of the aroma. You're just getting it in you. I'm going to say if you're drinking bush light, don't pull out your um, aroma focus and glassware. It, no. Uh, don't don't use a teku glass or uh, a snifter of any sort. I, I think the preferred vessel is just out of the can. You pop a hole in the bottom of it with a car key jam it on your face and just take it to bound town. So that, that would definitely work. That would be a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah this best served, uh, a couple degrees above freezing and quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the kind, so I'm almost getting like the vague hints of citrus. Wow. Where I think if you were to, you're being fucking generous at this point. Man. I know. Maybe I'm imagining that it would be better if you just threw a whole bunch of lime in there. You're, you're wishing at this yeah. point. If you threw a whole bunch of lime in there, it probably would be better because you couldn't taste anything and all you could taste is lime. The monkey's paw is curling in on itself and uh, and your mother's dead. Wow. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so you're going to tie in it? I, I was thinking about it. So I, so I know... Again, this is like my anthropological, like, oh, people, people drink this stuff. And I know know that's really snobbish and awful. And I'm going to say some of that stuff anyways. But I know for a lot of cheap beers, especially Mexican beers, they'll put uh, tahini on the rim, which is basically chili, citric acid, and salt. And like, that's it. Yeah. And you put it on the rim and then you'll drink a, you know, uh, like a cheaper lager. And basically it's doing that uh, very, you know, popping all the flavors real quick. Yeah, it's essentially the dropping a lime in a Corona kind of thing. Yeah, except for with chili. Except with chili. So So I'm going to... You're going to befollow your glass if you do that. So I don't want to... We can always take the break to wash it out. I'm going right in my hand. It's going to go right in his hand like it's popcorn. Took a mouthful of tahini. Now he's got a mouthful of bush light. The first time I've ever heard of anybody doing this. I mean, if you do that, you basically don't taste the beer at all. Yeah, no, it's just a mouthful of tiny. Um, so that's the way to do it. It's, I mean, it works 100%. Um, I would recommend not tasting it and seasoning it with lime or tahini or whatever. Just straight citric acid right to the dome. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of citric acid in my mouth now. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Just uh, pop a warhead in and uh-huh. ride the wave. Warhead of your choice. Ooh. I like the blue raspberry. The lemon ones, because why not double down? Yeah, I think that would all work. And I think I think you go watermelon in this case. Gee, uh, mm. Uh, mm. I can't go with the watermelon. Watermelon flavored anything is there terrible to me. Really? Yeah, can't do it. So, so I think my favorite Jolly Rancher flavor was was the watermelon flavor. Yeah. I'm not a watermelon guy to begin with, but fake watermelon? Mm. Yeah. Mm. What say you, McKenneth? I would take a, a blue raspberry Jolly Rancher and a cherry Jolly Rancher, and I'd put them both in my mouth at the same time. Ah. Wow. It's like a yeah. 3D glasses inside of your mouth. That I know. Have, that must have been a flavor explosion. It was. Three-dimensional. It was a flavor explosion in 3D. 
like there was a party in your mouth and everybody was coming. <clears throat> That's exactly what it was like. Yeah. It was like an all syrup, super squishy. <laughs> this beer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that much is for sure. Um, so I guess I'm going to finish what's in my glass. Do we, do we have a poor pitcher for this? Yeah. It's your mouth. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Get it over with. Wow. Yeah. You don't have to drive anywhere. Spit bucket. Matt can walk home. Spit bucket's my mouth. What? What? Yeah, that's the, your your mouth. My spit bucket. It's not getting better. Here's the no. thing. I feel like. Okay. And you have to drink it fast so it doesn't get warmer so you don't start tasting more things. This is a great beer to not taste. This is the kind of beer that if it warms up, it's going to taste like mushrooms. Yeah. So I'd rather have it taste more. I guess. And I'd rather know what it tastes like out of a vague sense of, I don't know, just like, I think I need to know, but I also have no interest in actually tasting it. Out of a vague sense of self-loathing? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's a big part of anything I do. So episode two, should we just get like uh, bush heavy? A heavy bush? <laughs> Drink warm? <laughs> Room temperature? What, what do you... What do you call it? I don't know, the, man. The I, I can't bush. handle a bush you, if it's just out of control like that. Do you call it full bush? Like, what do you call it? Because this is bush light. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I mean, that much more. It's going to be, you know, just extra musty. It's going to hardly be contained in the can. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just going to end up all in my beard. I'm going to smell it all day. God almighty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, full bush. I mean, not that that's yeah. episode. unpleasant for me. I, I enjoy it, but, uh, you know, <laughs> if anybody else gets a little too close, they're going to be like, what was he doing? Bush heavy. Bush yeah. Heavy. Yeah. Full bush. Just buried his face in that bush. <laughs> bueno arbusto. <clears throat> and listen, I'm no DJ Khaled. I'll get right in there. Good for you. Do you do you yeah. also when when you're sitting um when you're sitting at home do you put a pillow underneath your sneakers so they don't get soiled by your uh, by your floors? I mean, those are Jordan fives, so like yeah, yeah. you, you got to keep them clean. Got to keep I them mean, fresh. Obviously, they're, they're nice. limited edition uh, from <laughs> when <laughs> Spider Man Into the Spider Verse came out. Man, those are some yeah. Uh, High top uh, origins. Jim, my friend. <laughs> Jim Mint Ten. Go buy it. Edition. <laughs> oh, I love it down west. I hope you're doing okay. Obs the most obscure things you can possibly find. <clears throat> so what? What? What is next in our cavalcade of delights? So next up is going to be an interesting one. Uh, oh Jesus oh, Christ, boy. guys. This is see. I even poured it hard to get some of the carbonation out of it. Yeah. So we wouldn't be all bubble guts and belching into the microphones. Uh, it's not the BRJ if there's no belching. It's true. See, a more professional uh, broadcaster would edit out the belches. I just leave them in for flavor. Since McKenna can see me on the Zoom, uh, he can see that when I do that, I turn my head away from the microphone. It is so I am completely unheard. I'm not Tezande. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i'm getting that mushroom at the end of this one mm -hmm. like white button oh. mushroom yeah um chocolate malt something porter something other i don't know something stout there's something to be done there but only to a certain point so we went with the bush latte to begin with mm -hmm. and now we've got the og we've got 
Bud Light. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. This is a completely different scent experience. This one is so nice you can do it twice. There's an extra bottle of this in the fridge if you want it. Wow. So this is a lot more. Yeah. Like in every way that that was smells, this is smells turned up by two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the first one was about a, a two out of 10. Uh-huh. This is, uh, probably about a five. Yeah. I mean, this is, no. I gotta say every smell in here is also unpleasant. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can yeah, say there's, there's, uh, a lot of farts. I, I don't know about farts. Let me see about farts. Eh, there's a bit of, there's a bit of fake, fake fart smell. This smells like every concert I've ever been to. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, this is, this has that, it's very stale smelling. Yeah. Yeah. It does smell like it's already been on the floor for a while. Yeah. It, you know, it smells like when you it leave, smells, <laughs> it smells like it's dried. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When, when you leave a beer open overnight accidentally, or like you have a cup that had remnants in it and you smell it the next day. Yeah. It's got that vibe. It smells like it, that, like fresh. You've, yeah. you've peeled it off the floor <laughs> like a fruit roll up, rolled it up, put it in a bottle. So yeah, yeah, to, to can't wait to taste it, to put a finer point on it. This is coming out of a glass bottle instead of a can. Ooh, yes. best of the best. It's a brown glass bottle with the Anheuser-Busch logo. Um, so I am getting remnants of hops. Yeah. Full disclosure. Cause I love when people say that I don't mind a Bud Light. I'll, yeah, I mean, I could see that it has a distinct character. I, I will drink a Bud Light. Um, Kara's uncle got me on Bud Lights because he's a, a craft beer guy. Mm. And he's like, I can't drink craft beer all the time because I'm a lawyer and I'll go broke. Um, so it's like, that makes sense. So he he would have BLs in the fridge. So you'd have a nice beer and then you'd wash it down with a BL and then you'd go have a nice beer. You know how they tell you, have a glass of water after every drink. Yeah. That's what the BL's for. So... I think if we're in Rochester, I think the only justifiable version of that is Jenny Light. Jenny Light. Yeah. 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 Right. But I think that is the way to go. Yeah. Um, especially since we have that, which is a um, significantly finer product than this is. Oh, agreed. Um, yeah. um, so I am I'm doing a smell, and I'm not enjoying it, but I'm not hating it. See, I, I think I need a palate cleanser real quick here, because the two of those mixing together in my mouth, I'm not enjoying that. Interestingly, like this has... The flavor is 100% neutral. Yeah. It's like vague sweet mm-hmm. with a little bit of grain character and nothing else. There's a little bit yeah, of breadiness that, to it. There, yeah. There's that rice sweetness. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was thinking like like a commercial white bread. Yeah. Um, But like maybe the fresher baked kind where it tastes a little bit more bread. Yeah. But it's that white breadiness. Um, certainly no actual grain character of any sort. Right. Um, no, it's, it's the, uh, it's the Pepperidge farm. It's, it's double bagged because you don't know where it's been. A hundred percent. I would have double bagged it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my ethical hero, Brett Favre. Naturally. Yeah. Um, but you know, the thing about that, that is, that is it, that's not actually more protective because the friction, uh, between the two layers, uh, just causes it to break down cooks it yeah yeah like a 7-eleven hot dog (laughs) which Mm -hmm. by the way goes really well with the bud light yeah so what i'll say is the nose i really don't like the palate 100 neutral much more neutral (laughs) than bush light so there's a uh a time and place for every 
light beer, right? And this one is, it's 85 degrees. You're somewhere where you can't get Jenny Light. You've got some nondescript protein on a grill somewhere. You're playing cornhole and you need something to balance your other hand as you're tossing uh, sandbags. Yeah. Or you're eating turkey at Thanksgiving, which is the conceit of this episode. Oh, yeah. This perfect, perfect pairing for Thanksgiving food stands up to the herbs. You want to know what? You are right. It does actually stand up well for a turkey because this kind of sits in that like. It does remind of well overcooked dry white meat. Yeah, well, I was kind of going toward a a drier white wine, except without any of the uh, acidity or um, minerality minerality or stoned fruits flavor in general. Yeah, but it's cold and it's neutral. Sure, Um, goes nice with a cranberry sauce. I bet you it would. I'll bet you it would. I'll find out. You know, I will do that work for everybody. I will get a BL. I will not. Uh, and I will try it with Thanksgiving a cranberry dinner. sauce. <laughs> so, what, what, what kind of, what kind of uncle or relative is this? Uh, uncle Neil. Yeah, Uncle Neil. Uh, he tells some very uh, inappropriate jokes around around the dinner table. Okay, sure, yeah. sure. Like. Like, why didn't Courtney Love get any Christmas presents last year? I don't know, Uncle Neil. Why didn't Courtney Love get any Christmas presents? You can't tell the... You'll have to cut it out. Go ahead, Uncle Neil. Uh, Why didn't... And and why didn't Santa Claus bring Courtney Love any Christmas presents last year? Tell us, Uncle Neil. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Uncle Neil. (laughs) How long are we into the episode? 20? Is it 20? I mean, 28, 25. Wow. Look at that. Time flies when you're having fun. Plus or minus. Um, This is going to be our shortest episode ever. So, yeah, I mean, this... I took the pause. I took the pause and I was turning it into an actual fucking description of the thing. And all of you, all of you. Every time I try to come back from a, a an edit point into an actual description of the drink, Matt's got to crack up. It's fucking ponderous. <sighs> that destroyed me. Goddamn lack of professionalism. Yes. Look at me. I'm sitting here drinking shitty beer on a Tuesday night. What about this says professional in any kind of a way? You know, these are supposed to be light beers, but I'm feeling very full. Mm. How many of those cream ales did you house before you came in? Oh, there's some skunkiness there. Hi. Yeah, I'm getting it now. I think this is another one that needs to be drank as cold as absolutely possible. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Because the nose, I definitely get like real skunk. Yeah. Um, When it was colder, I was getting a whole bunch of nothing. But now that's coming through and I don't like it. Wait for the next one, baby. Yeah, I'm getting the uh, pizza I had for dinner. That's why your tummy is full. Mm. Hey, guess what, guys? Guess what? Former President Donald Trump just announced another run for the White House and entered the 2024 race. I was hoping you got hit by a car. Oh, me too. Hashtag me too. (laughs) Where has that been for the last 28 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Does anybody remember laughter? We need all the help we can fucking get. 
Wow, I mean, what a what a what a momentous occasion! What? I'm I'm yeah. I what couldn't a, be more excited what about an absolute surprise that probably has nothing to do with the fact that he thinks that he can't be prosecuted if he's running for president. Oh, I'm sure it has absolutely nothing to do with it. Um, I mean, the midterms went so well for him. Well, and luckily, I think what we have in front of us is a really pleasant next, um, you know, next year and a half. Yeah. Of uh, of all this stuff, and I'm uh, I'm really uh, really uh, looking forward to that. It's probably going to be pretty civil. Yeah, next year and a half, uh, two years. It's going to be, it's just going to be great. I'm, I'm my optimism is as high as it's ever been. <laughs> I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm looking forward to seeing Trump and DeSantis just dog walk each other for the next twelve months. It's going to be great. I mean, he he's a man of the working people. I mean, think of all the Bud Lights he drinks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he's a man of every, he's, he's so down to earth. He's drinking his Bud Lights and he's just, just, you know, he's just enjoying it. How could you not? Yeah. Is this still getting warmer? Is this skunked out yet? Now, now, uh, speaking of, speaking of the, uh, the, the recent news there, do you, you guys hear about this? Oh. Do you guys see this? Oh do God. You, did you hear about this? Have you heard about this? You heard about this? You seen this? So hot. I saw Robin dipping his worm in ST. What? Huh? Hmm? Uh, just, just my, 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 my goodly wife, my wife. My wife. uh, sent me this from the, uh, the, the Democrat and Chronicle, the DNC. Ooh. My, my old English teacher used to call that the demagogue and comical. Mm. Oh, really? The paper of record. Yeah. Um, the old, the, old, the old lilac lady. Popular lining the finer bird cages of Rochester, New York. Uh, a popular Buffalo based beer shop and tasting room opens in Rochester. Fatty beer. Fatty beer. Hey, do you, have you ever been to a fatty beer in Buffalo? I actually have. I, I think it's a fine experience. Um, I didn't know they named uh, named a store after this show. <laughs> uh, not cool, dude. Do you not mean? cool. Not cool. Body <laughs> shaming. Not cool. Yeah. Some of us aren't fucking vegans. You piece of shit. We're we're drinking light beers. Because we like to watch our figures. Yes, we do. Some of us have been in a lot of doctor's offices lately and had the opportunity to have been weighed and were not happy with what they saw. Number numbers are hard. We we're not you know what? We've got the greatest numbers and I I feel like cause, you know I, I got the biggest numbers. I've I've had some nobody's, nobody's ever had numbers like me. <laughs> And I, I feel good about the situation because they haven't told me to go down to the truck stop down the street to weigh in, so I'm good. Yeah, like that's kind of yeah. You, you, you know, you know what, you know what, Chris, you're very rude. You're very rude, and and it's a shame that uh, they they hired you where they did. You, they should be ashamed, and and you do a lot of fake reporting, and and you ought to be uh you you should be ashamed of yourself. You're you're a disgusting person. You know what, Kenneth? I got to tell you something. What's that? Your John F. Kennedy is impeccable. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he was a real ball buster, that JFK. <laughs> he, his back hurt like the Dickens constantly, and he just could not keep it in. Well, <laughs> the rallies he would, the rallies he would put on. Yeah, you know. Well, you know the thing is, you just take Millard Fillmore and and uh, and Calvin Coolidge, put them together, perfect JFK. See, I it's I, I remember reading uh, his cartoon in the newspaper. Um, the, yeah, Millard Fillmore, the Millard cartoon. Fillmore, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah, the yeah, it was cartoon really nice. duck. The duck. Yeah. Cartoon, cartoon Millard. With yeah. the, uh, the, the really Im improbable punchlines that nobody could figure out. Almost impenetrable. Kind of yeah. like current Heathcliff. Absolutely. Well, and I, I think if I remember correctly, 
that um, that uh, uh, the Lockhorns was based on Calv- uh, Calvin Calvin Coolidge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Calvin and Hobbes is a different guy. Yeah, that yeah, it's it's the Lockhorns was Calvin Coolidge. Yeah, Calvin yeah. and Hobbes was based on Tony Danza. Yeah, it's a whole different show. Um, yeah, so you yeah, know that that Elton John song is all about Tony Danza. Uh, Yellow Brick Road, right? Yeah, yeah. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. All about Tony Danza. Yeah, Smoke on the Water. Absolutely. Yeah, that's my favorite Elton John song. It's just it's yeah. just a hit from top to bottom. Have you seen in concert? He has a, a piano that's like radio controlled now. It's just it's just amazing. So he just putters, Isn't it just cheating. He putters around the stage like he's he's playing a Roomba. <laughs> what? Yeah. So it he's got a stage and it's got bumpers on the edges. Is his concert Hocus Pocus 2 now? And he just drives his piano around the stage while he's playing. I assume he's not driving while playing. I assume there's some sort of underpaid roadie driving his piano around. But yeah, check out some video of it because it's hysterical. He's just sitting there playing away, this little tiny 90-year-old man, on a radio-controlled grand piano wow. <laughs> zipping around and it for all the world looks like Play. a giant Roomba with keys playing I can't drive 55 his number one hit it's the best hit yeah it is yeah. my my favorite um favorite Elton John you know Elton John is my favorite singer in Van Halen yeah yeah and Van Elton was really the it was kind of the premiere instance it lasted yeah. I mean so so short so brief the brightest the brightest stars I can't drive 55 yeah, it's my favorite uh, Elton John song. Yep. Elton John and Bernie Mac, the two uh, greatest songwriters to yeah. ever work together. Hold me closer, heart for teacher, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah, Fatty Beer, uh, a fine, uh, a fine Buffalo company. Well done keeping the the line on that. Yeah, they were. Uh, they are our. It's um, the night away. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> For uh, folks wondering how we make these episodes an hour and a half long, this is how we do it. We just don't have Chris here to keep us in bounds. <laughs> um, so Fatty Beard, they've been our uh, post-curate uh, event home in Buffalo. That's oh, yeah? uh, actually right across the street from where we're doing our pickups awesome. at the Nowhere Lounge in Kenmore. And it's directly across the street. So we've been going there after our pickups. And they've been they've been great hosts. Uh, beer selection's fantastic uh, on tap and in cans. And... I'm actually really happy they're here in town. It's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, Kenmore. That's where you get off to uh, to go to Fenway, off the uh, the MTA. Mm. Mm. You don't you don't want to get off Fenway. Mm. No ma, no ma, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah, that whole area is actually there's a bar in that area that I really enjoyed. Um, when my friend went in, people knew his name. Um, oh, cheers. They no, they did not know my name, so they didn't know everybody's name. Mm. Um, uh, cheers in the classic in the classic song. But did but did everybody know your friend's name? <sighs> I mean, some knew his name, but I mean, as the song is your goes, friend's name George, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. No, so I mean, as the song goes, they know everybody's name. So like they didn't know my name, so it definitely wasn't Cheers. No. Um, was it yeah, just, your your friend Pete Wentz goes in there. Was and, it was um, it just? It wasn't Cheers. Was this just mild greeting? Is that the name of the bar? <laughs> Casual greeting. Casual greeting. <laughs> Sup. <laughs> Indifferent salutation. <laughs> Sup, kid. This is very stupid. <laughs> 
So the bar is Audubon, a, a, a fine location in the Fenway neighborhood oh, okay. of Boston. A, a nice gotcha. bar. Oh, we're in Boston again. I gotcha. Yeah. I thought we were talking Buffalo still. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Fetty Beer, great. Uh, I'm excited that it's open in the neighborhood of Play, yeah. uh, right near Rock Brewing. So that whole area is going to be a nice little bounce between a few spots and uh, enjoy. Yeah, you, you, you've got a scene. nice little Bermuda Triangle there of uh, Rock Brewing, Strange Bird, and, and Nine Spot. Yep. Yep. And now Fatty Beer. And Fatty Beer. It's going to be... Beer. It's going to be very, uh, really interesting beer neighborhood of Rochester. Yeah, it, it's a beer bird shaping up. Yeah, I'm shaping excited to try nine nicely. spot. Are they yeah. open? Not, they're doing pop ups. Okay. I don't know where they're they're brewing. Because uh, I yeah. saw I saw a couple collaborations they did, but yeah. that was about as far as I saw that they existed so far. Yeah, we missed out on the one. It was a black IPA named after the Fox Sisters, which you'd think I would have broken doors down to get, but I just didn't make it there. Oh, uh, look, look at that neighborhood. It's uh, really filled out since last year. Uh, come come give your grandpa a hug in your neighborhood. Uh, yeah, he's all filling out since last year's Thanksgiving. So, yeah. I mean, just, just for everybody's reference, the neighborhood is well over 18, so this is okay? Yes. Well over 18 years old, that neighborhood. Well over 18. Uh, you got all tighten the tuckus. Your hair right now i think it really amplifies is everywhere i think it really amplifies the character work screaming infidelities and taking its wear yeah you know i love his pasta restaurant um i'm gonna go ahead and say bud light another beer really should not be drank um away from ice cold the interesting thing about bud light is oftentimes it's served in a 24 ounce tall boy bad idea that is held yeah. in your hand at a sporting event or concert. Oh, so by sneak the, in a koozie, my friends. By the time you get to the end of it. Oh, the mouthfeel on this is really unpleasant at the end. Yeah. I'm getting some unpleasant yeah. metallicness. Um, oh, really unpleasant. I, I didn't dislike it at first. And now as it warms, actively dislike. Yeah. So I'm going to posit to you that you've just paid $12 for a tall boy, which amounts to 24 ounces of that. Yeah, that's that's two of those. And you've gotten to the end of two of those, and this is what you're tasting. Wow, and I had about six ounces of one? Yeah. Um, which was way more than enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to not be satisfied with that choice. That's, that's, my, that's my professional opinion. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. Because, again, if you like mushrooms, you might be into it. Undergarments. So if we're if we're at a sporting event, like, is do, do you go for that? Like, you're a hockey game or otherwise, do you go for a macro or do you go for whatever local thing they have? Oftentimes, you don't have that option. If you do, you yeah. definitely do it. But, like, here's, the, here's what I found out when we went to the... the Bill's open practice over the fall here or late summer. Uh, you have an option of buying all the macros at the big bars. And then they have like a grab and go cooler where they have 12 ounce cans of things like hay burner or stuff from CBW and stuff like that. Okay. Now a can of hay burner goes for $8. Okay, sure. Your tall boy of one of the macros goes for 12. Uh huh. So it's a value proposition at a certain point. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but 20 24 ounces at um let's see here. Does it say 4%? I'd say four and a half. 
4.2 percent yep versus 12 ounces at i believe that clocks in at a seven yeah so. good six and a half to seven yeah it's yes <clears throat> it's eight not that i would know off the top of my head certainly not but certainly not <clears throat> you know they should really readjust the formula a little bit then yeah just to get it nice yeah. just, just to make it just nice. get it just nice. so nice what we know about me and my my predilections is that I enjoy a good pee. So what I'm going to say is $12 for a can of Bud Light and the opportunity to get up and pee, what do you think, McKenneth, about five times? Oh, um, yeah, easily five times. I, I think that's worth it because you get to kind of walk around, get the view of the people, you get some people watching into it. Stretch yeah, your legs. You, I mean, real, legs. real dead energy. Stretch your right. legs. Right. You get to practice holding it with one hand while you're drinking the beer and the other hand still. Yeah, and and because it's it's the Ralph, you, you step up to the, the piss troughs. Mm -hmm. Are there still troughs there? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I don't know if they'll be in the new stadium, but right now they're still rocking the troughs. You don't think they're going to import them? I'm probably not. I think it's they're going for more of an upscale thing. They're taking down about 10,000 seats, so you don't really have to stand shoulder to shoulder <laughs> with you know, four of the guys that look like me. Sword fighting to, to empty out your seven blue lights that you had. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think I've, I think I've peed at a trough that was actually made out of like cement before. That Ooh. had to be some splashback on that. That sounds like it's probably a park, a state park. I would. Say. Yeah, that sounds right. It's. I think it was only a couple times yeah. because the ones at the at the Ralph are real nice stainless steel uh -huh. ones. They make a real satisfying noise. Yeah. Sounds like you're frying chicken. Yeah, something hot tin roof. I don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, can I, just for a sec, when we were watching uh, 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 Chopping Mall uh -huh. at the Little, yeah. at, at the end when they killed the final robot, yeah. why was the sound of the fire of that robot burning just oil bubbling? <laughs> Wait, uh, there's there's robots in that movie? Yeah. yeah. That's all robots. Oh, I have it's not seen It's all robots. That. Yeah, it's a good one. Do you, do you take their picture and then they fall over? No. No. They, they, die, uh, bad robot, die. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, they, they try to kill kill them with everything, but you can't do it. Mm. They're bulletproof. No. Robots, yeah. They're, they're, Robots. They're kick-proof. Sure. Uh, you just have to throw Molotov cocktails at them, which conveniently are in the mall. Uh, yes. I mean, yeah, it's you know right next to Sharper Image and... Uh, <clears throat> You well, know. see, you get to the paint store and you spill the paint all over the floor so that they lose traction on their treads. And then you also put all the paint thinner down so that the, it, it will burn. Great. Yeah. And then you throw a, a, a Molotov cocktail at that and then the, the robot burns. And no, then that, the guy, that was a road flare at that point. That's right. I forgot road flare. My bad. And then uh, the guy that you thought died 35 minutes ago comes back. So... They went to Road Flares R Us in the store, uh -huh. or you know the the automotive accessories store. Yeah, I they're like not selling. <laughs> yes, like, actually. Yeah. Yes, they're that's not, exactly where they got that from. That's correct. Yeah. They're they're not selling actual car. Are parts. you sure you haven't seen this movie, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> they're selling those terrible kits that go in your car that nobody has ever used. Yeah, the ones that your your uncle who hasn't talked to in a year but felt obligated to buy you a Christmas <laughs> present bought you for Christmas. Right, completely worthless jumper cables that definitely yeah. won't work. Yeah, <laughs> in the instance my, my, you need one, jump jumper cables that are eight inches long. <laughs> My aunt actually was the one that got me the uh, the little hammer 
that you can knock your window out with, <laughs> and, and with the handle that you can cut your uh, your seatbelt off with. Um, did, did you slowly raise your hand and say, "I'm not sure the window's gonna work for me"? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my uncle though got me. Uh, you know those uh, those lanterns that like sort of split up. Oh yeah, yeah. It was and like they're that, really but a bright. Flashlight? Huh? It was like that, but it was a flashlight. No, I've got I, I've <laughs> got enough of those um, for for a car emergency. If you're broken down, so you're yes. not bored. Yeah, you have an emergency flashlight in the truck. Just, just in the no, I, I don't need that currently. Uh, <laughs> oh, everything I'm going through with my health, I need nothing downstairs working currently. <laughs> an emergency flashlight. How long does it take for one to get brittle in the back of a car <laughs> with all of our weather? Could you imagine? See, now that's what they should. Uh, the, that's go, what they should rename the quick shot. Yeah, 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 the emergency flashlight. You go to use it, and it's the consistency of a stick of gum from a pack of Elf cards. <laughs> it was also sitting next to Ow. Roger Clemens for twenty years. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Flesh-colored shards poking everywhere. It shatters into a million pieces. Mom! <laughs> it happened again. It's, uh, I wouldn't call that a performance-enhancing drug. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's a great uh, curse. Uh, May your flesh like a brief brittle. Should we take a brief break for station identification and, yeah, we'll and, go, and come back and finish? With, uh, we'll go rinse our know. glasses because we really need to have clean glasses for this last one. Yeah, I mean, you got to yeah. make this real nice. All right. Well, we'll we'll be right back with more beer reviewed journal featuring Chris Lindstrom in, in just a mo. Real. Real nice. got a new beer to try it's heineken 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 original premium malt lager from uh country amsterdam hamsterman holland wait is it really yeah it's dutch i i really thought it was a german product no sir huh were you looking at my heine we will do a a german beer in the next version of this okay sure sure in fact i would go so far to say is maybe we do a third one and we do the good German ones. Like a Bitburger. Have you ever had a Bitburger? No, I don't believe that I have. Oh, those are oh, delicious. I've had I've had some random ones. It's possible I had that at a place. Like yeah. um, like uh, when it was, um, what was the place that was Victoire that was German um, on East Ave? Oh, yeah. Um, it was just like uh, Beer Garden or something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Unter Beer Garden. Unter, I, thank I, you. I probably had one there at some point. Yeah. Uh, or I had it at Swan Market. Yeah, it, it would be something that you get at Swan, probably. Yeah, you, you, you know pour, weird is, pour a whole Is stein. that uh, Unter Beer Market uh, had another beer garden above it that was uh, Uber Beer Market. Ooh. That, yeah. You could get a ride back home. Yeah. They would actually serve you in the car. Or you could make bets that were very specific about, you know, higher or lower scores. They were either Uber and Unter. Yeah, they were Uber Unter bets. You're a real mensch. 
<laughs> it's it's the favorite uh, the favorite uh, betting site. Yeah, Uberunter. Uberunter. I dated her. Uh, too. Just rolls off the tongue. That was weird. One sec, fellas. You you talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah. Heineken. Heineken. I am taking a smell of this. Take a full noser of that one. It's a lot. Um, what I'm going to say is actually smells vaguely Belgian. Okay. To me. Interesting. So I'm getting a little bit of that chapstick nose. Okay. Um, I, I'm pretty sensitive to that though. In, yeah. in Belgian yeast where you get that sort of that, uh, chapstick or medi- medicated blistex kind of yeah. nose. I'm, I'm sensitive to that. You, you put a lot of that up your nose as a kid, didn't you? I mean, you got to put something up there. It's true. I always get in trouble with the fingers up there. Otherwise, I'm getting kind of some bitterness. I'm getting a little bit of rounded sweetness in the nose, but okay. not much else. Maybe like rotten apples. So there, there's a very specific flavor and scent that you'll get on this that you don't get from many beers. I'm interested to see if it comes up for you. McKenneth, are you good? Here's the th- here's the thing, boys. Um, oh, do we want burned popcorn? Do we want to what? Do we want to pivot? Oh, to what are we pivoting to? Are we playing basketball? Are we pivot stepping? Uh, here's here's the thing. Um, yeah. Uberunter.com is available. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, for a penny. Oh, a whole really? penny. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we now own Uberunter.com. So so we could start a betting website that's all over-under betting. Yeah. How many beers are we going to drink tonight? Over-under three. <laughs> Three and a half you you know, to, for betting. You have to set it at two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half, three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Three and a half. It's not good. It, it, that, that's the sucker bet because you never take the over on that. It's very rare we go to four. I think it would be over under friend bets where you have to actually put real money on it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So do we buy that? Do we have that URL yet there, Juice? I, I, I don't know. Do we do we want Uber Unter or do we want Uber dash Unter? They're both a penny. Oh, I mean. Working all those dos. This is true. <laughs> I, I'm not actually going to, to buy that. Um, so that that's out there for somebody. There you go. A whole two cents. You can get your two cents. <laughs> yeah. And I even gave you the concept. There you go. Friend yeah. betting with real money. If you make yeah. if you make any money on that, uh, please send it in a self-addressed stamped envelope to uh, Lunch Door Studios. Yeah. Yep. Care of Big Bird. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, because... Uh, it goes without saying. Tm 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 tm. So yeah, I'm getting a little burned popcorn. I think on the nose. Yeah, yeah, that's in there. Let's suck one of these back. See what we do with it. Certainly the most flavorful of the bunch this evening. The only one that is not a light beer. No, sir, I don't like it. So I'm definitely getting that. I'm getting that chapstick still. So I think there's some of that. There's some of that kind of yeast in it. Yep. It's a lot of that. I'm saying burned popcorn, but I'm not 100% sure. That's not right, but it's it lives in that world of burned something. Yep, yep. Green apple? Yeah, maybe, but very almost just skins. Uh-huh. Like just skins and not um certainly no juiciness, like no no, no fruitiness, like just the bitter yeah, part of a skin and uh-huh. not even the high apple notes. Just the bitter parts of a skin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it does have a lingering bitterness, which is nice. I, I like that. Like you know that there's actual hops in it. Yeah. 
hop extract in this one. Oh, that makes sense because it's very consistently deeply hoppy. Yep. But not in a characterful hops way, just in a generic beer hops way. Yeah. And a little bit of malt. Yeah. A little bit of malt. That's not unpleasant. This is fine. Yeah. What say you, McKenneth? Um, I mean, for the longest time, this is all my brother-in-law uh, would drink. Um, more recently, he's gotten into like a Sam Summer Ale. Um, but yeah, just the, the longest time. Oh, oh, oh. For the longest time. Ah, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah. Joe, Joe was doing a lot of Heineken. Yeah. And I never quite got it. How about now? Do you get it? Not really. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. This is this is why this episode is beers you find in your brother-in-law's fridge, because these are the things you just find laying around at, at people who don't really drink beer. This is beer for people that don't drink beer. Yeah, exactly. This has a very beer-like characteristic to it, though. Yeah. Yeah. This is... <sighs> It, it, it's it's beer for for sure it, it is definitely beer it's just not one that like i uh, would go for unless it was my only option yeah like when you're drinking like with with the amount of like not even just local but like even local like properly made lagers or pilsners yeah that you could get for a pretty damn reasonable price uh-huh. like that are miles better than this yeah um, I don't know why you drink this on purpose. This is, I, is it cheap? No, 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 it's, it's a $12 six pack. Yeah. That's not cheap. So no, it's not. And what I found is I was doing research for the show because believe it or not, we do do research for this show. Wow. Do do. <laughs> there it is. Uh, the number one selling beer in America. Really? So tonight, what? this this is Why? where I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull pull the curtain back. The beers that we my had brother-in-law buys that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull the curtain back. The beers that we've had tonight are three of the top five top-selling beers in America as of 2021. I want to say. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. But but why? Fifty million Elvis fans <laughs> can't be wrong. Um, yeah, they can. So, but it's an interesting thought, right? If we want to explore that for a minute these are the beers that people take with them when they go to parties like if they're not completely corrupted by the dumb bug that we have yeah you have to go scouring around to find the one with the coolest label or whichever one has the the the, the strata hop that you're looking for or blah 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 Listen, blah, blah that that coolest label thing worked out for us last time because that that devil staircase thing that was pretty good damn good but you know that for folks that don't shop for beer in ways that make other folks make the air jack off noise like air jack off motion yeah um those are the beers they buy right so if i'm a bud light guy and i'm going to a party and i want to be a little bit more impressive than a bud light i'm going to pick up a six or a heineken right yeah it's a little fancier it's it's a couple bucks more than my bl and I, i'm a, a man of the world because i've got a a, a beer from a holland. beer from amsterdam holland right Home of the most pleasant shin bones. I am shocked that this is. Are you, are you double checking my research right now? No, I, I am. I'm yeah. I'm shocked that this is in the top five most popular beers. Yeah, like it's it's so lacking of specific character, and it's like it is just so generic beer tasting beer, and not in a good way. Like I wouldn't I, even. I, I wouldn't even say it's like a generic beer taste. It's a, I feel like it's a very specific bad beer taste. It's aggressively European. 
it's marketing is really what it is, is that yeah. at some point in the last 20 years, I, I will tell you when it was James Bond. No, tell me it was Austin powers. The spy who shagged me. Ah, Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Are you touching my hiney? Oh, that's right. That did. Yeah. And I do remember it was kind of all over commercials when we were younger. Yeah. And it was the, it was the fancy beer option when, when yeah. you were watching your, your football, the football, uh. it would be the buds, the Coors, and then the fancier one, the, the one where the, the guy would step out of the really nice car. And they had those stupid right. mini kegs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember all the ads and that's the Yeah. That's the unfortunate part. It's like uh, they do interesting yeah. things like worldwide. Like they I think they were the the company that made their bottles in Africa so they were kind of brick shaped so you could build houses out of them. Hmm. They cool. uh they sold magnums of them uh, a couple of years ago around Christmas time. Yep. Cuz again, this is the beer you take to a party. Yeah. You know. So this is really boggling Chris right now. I think it <laughs> makes me like I I understand the like Bud Light, I guess. I, I get it within reason. I just don't understand why if you're drinking something that tastes of beer, like why why this? Why is this the one that is popular? Like you know what's also really you know what's one that's actually really good that's popular? Guinness is really good and also very popular. Yeah. Like Guinness is an actually good beer. Like, why isn't that in the top five? That that should be, because it's really legitimately pretty good. Because the joke with Guinness is that you can't drink more than one because you'll be very, very full, even though it's not that. really true. Right, it's a locale beer, actually. But but the gag is, it's liquid bread. So people always, when you say Guinness, you're like, oh, how can you drink something so heavy? This. Oh, I'm getting just the density of that hop extract or whatever now, too. <sighs> so the interesting oh. thing about um heineken is that there's different character in the heineken based on what you're drinking it out of if it comes out of a bottle or a can okay and that's going to be some of the notes that you're tasting because this is immediately light struck yeah so i i, I know that exists but explain yeah. so how that comes across so that's that little bit of green apple that you'd maybe get or some of that yeah i'm getting that green apple now as it warms up it's getting more yeah. or some of that that funk that you get it gets mm-hmm. a little it's what you call like a skunky, but not like a hop skunkiness. And that might be the hop extract that you were thinking you were bouncing off of. Yep. It's really the light struck skunkiness of it. So this is a different experience in a can than a bottle because immediately, as soon as that goes in the bottle and hits any kind of light, it changes. So yeah. is that now a known flavor that yes. it's part of a Heineken experience? Yep, exactly. So Heineken has, has gotten to a point now where they've trained their their audience to expect that off flavor as part of the beer because predominantly it's served in glass bottles. Right. So in a can, it's more akin to what you were drinking before. It's got a little bit more character to it, but it doesn't have the weird funky notes that you're, you're tasting. Okay. So let's do, I just, just a quick comparison. So, and I'm going to bring this up probably every time we do this because it's still factually correct. Yeah. So, Guinness is an actually decent to good beer. Yeah. 12 ounces of Guinness is 125 calories. Uh Uh-huh. 12 ounces of Bud Light is 110 calories. Yep. So for 15 more calories, I could have 12 ounces of Guinness. This is 142. This is, right. It's more than a Guinness, which is a significantly better product. Right. In almost any way, a beer can be better 
It is better. But visually, because it looks like a chocolate milkshake. Yeah. Uh, I, I am dumbfounded, and this one is actually more annoying to me than the other two. This my is why disappointment I, is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. This is why I was excited to do this and, and give you the prestige at the end. Oh, yeah, this is that's really annoying to me. And I suppose... Like, if I'm being honest, I think part of it is my... I think part of it was snobbery in my head. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I assumed that the five... Like, if you told me, what are the five best-selling beers in America? Uh-huh. Heineken wouldn't have been 15th on my list. No. It would No, I it never would have crossed my mind. Right. I would have just said generic football beers. Yeah. yeah. I would have said, you know, the five generic football beers. I wouldn't have said Bush ever. I would have said, like, Bud... Bud Light, Labatt, Labatt Light, Molson. <laughs> it's, it's the Buffalo area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, around here, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have said, you know, I would have said Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light. Um, and then it's like, it's hard to even remember all of them. Yeah. Like, I know they exist. Yeah. Miller Light. I, mean, I would have probably said those four and then something else. Yeah. Going through Drizzly's top 10. Drizzly's going to be a little different because it's a dot-com kind Old of thing. Old Drizzly. That's my nickname in high school. Um, <laughs> Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, Corona, which, again, immediately light struck. Corona, yep. Corona would be one I would have. That wouldn't have thrown me if you said Corona was in the top five. That Mick, makes sense to me. Yeah. Mick Ultra. Sure. Uh, Stella Artois. Yeah, that, that one, I guess, wouldn't surprise me as much as Heineken, but... They're equivalent to me mentally. But also immediately light struck. That's a clear bottle. Yep. That's why I was getting a can. Also yep. a very interesting prog rock band. Still immediately song. light struck. Yes. <laughs> yes. The visuals during the show are just stunning. The fascinating Bleeding, thing. Immediately light struck is my uh, Rush cover band. I love them. You do a great job with that. I'm always amazed that you can play the bass, the keyboard, and the drums all at the same time. Yeah, I, you know, I'm very good. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, Bud, then Modelo. I love Modelo, by the way. It's another one I've never had. Well, we'll I don't to, think I've had it either. We'll have to do that one. We'd have to do, we can do a Mexican run on the we'll top do, three Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it would be Corona, um, Modelo. <laughs> Please tell me, Chris, who are your top three Mexicans? Uh, Ray Mysterio Jr., Pancho Villa. God almighty, I'm cutting all of this. Juventud Guerrera. Wow. That's, yeah. a, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Nice. Psychosis. God, I love psychosis. <laughs> Hysteria is pretty great, too. Um, And then Heineken and then Guinness. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was the, the bass intro for Hysteria by Muse. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. got it. Um, And that's Drizzly, so it's a little bit different because it skews younger. Yeah. As you get to the older, and it's it's guys that are our dad's age. That's where the bush light comes in. That's where the bush light comes in, and that's where the Heineken gets kind of. So bush speed. bush light is the one. So that rings to me as somebody who is drinking a twelve on a daily. Uh huh. Right. That that's like that. That's my that's my prejudice when it comes to this stuff. Like these no, are the people that, I know. That, that that's our boss. Yeah. I, yeah. It's the twelver. It's the twelver a day, and like, yeah, that's 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 family members. That's people I know. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I would expect. Is people are drinking twelve bush lights a night, right, or multiple times. Yeah, it's, and like uh, that. That's what I would expect from that. But I Heineken never would have come up. Yeah, it's uh, bush light is like for the the folks that haven't gone far enough to go to the beast. 
Yeah. Right. Um, like that that's a whole nother angle at this. And yeah, looking at USA Today, they say that uh um Heineken is the most popular beer for baby boomers. So I suppose that makes sense to me. I, I think we should so what I'll say is if we're gonna if we're doing more of these, I'd like them to be themed. Yeah. So I think we should do bottom basement. Yeah. Best sellers. Yeah. I don't McKenneth, can we can we take a sidebar here real quick? Yeah, what's going on? Okay, earmuffs, Chris. Earmuffs. Oh, but excuse me here, uh, Southern lawyer, ready for my sidebar. So, so Chris has put in the request that next time we theme this better. Um, uh, I thought we, we wanna, themed this one pretty good. I thought that too. I, I felt a little bit um, attacked well, just now. Yeah, so I don't us, know. I guess I don't know if we should honor that request or if we should just put him through more bad beers. Uh, I don't know. I guess I could piss in a bottle and see how he likes that. We could always do. Yeah, we could do the German episode and just call it Pisswasser and see how how he does that with that one. Are you yeah. listening still? Okay, he's not listening. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, it, the weird thing is, I'm sitting <laughs> next to him, so he's just hearing my side of it. Um, so that's difficult. But I, I do want to do a German one though, just because I like the German, German bestsellers. So, oh, but we'll okay. we'll honor that request and then just completely fuck them over on the next one. Oh, sounds. Does that good. sound good? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna clap. Hey. Oh, hey, hey, hey what's going back. on, guys? Hey. Yeah. So it looks like if we did if we did Mexican, be Corona Modelo and Dos Equis. Dos Equis, huh? Hmm. I guess that makes sense. That's another marketing one. Yeah. I don't often drink beer, but, but when, when I, I do, do, natural ice, natty ice. Uh, that's not the marketing campaign. Dos uh, yeah, <laughs> is all right, I guess. Yeah, so I think for, because some of the ones that I definitely, I mean, I haven't tried any of these before, Yeah, but some of the, like, the real, like, you know, you're drinking the 24s or the 24 ice beers that yeah. are, you know, 7 8% monsters yeah. at the, you know, at the corner stores. Um, those would be interesting just because I, I can't, I can't even picture those. Yeah, we'll, we'll, flavor wise, we'll do one of those. Uh, syrupy is is where I'd start with that. Yeah, um, but yeah, we'll do those, and then I'm looking for the German one because they're all really like nice floral, minerally good. Ooh, that sounds delightful. Yeah, you'll like that. Um, and then the Mexican ones are good because uh, Modelo or Modelo Negro, because that would be awesome because they do like a dark lager that's really good. Uh, Dos Equis does the dark lager too. I'm pretty sure. I mean, if we're if we're to the point where. Like we're here splitting four twelves is kind of a really easy affair. That's true. That might be a six night because Mexican beers go down smooth. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, McKenneth? I haven't been listening for the past two and a half minutes. That's for the best. Two and a half minutes, yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, at some point we could uh, get some Sapporos in here. Yeah, those are good. You know what I like uh, about a Sapporo? Have you had a Sapporo? I don't believe I have. Okay. I think I had one Singtao. Okay. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. Uh, Sapporo's come in a can. They were put there by a man. Mm. Um, they are the highest. In the factory downtown. Highest tensile strength of aluminum I've ever seen outside of a, a grooming canoe. They are thick as fuck, and I'm pretty sure you could kill someone with a can of Sapporo. It's just great I, design. It. Yeah. You've yeah. done it. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was, we, we were supposed to not talk about that. Statute's not up yet. Although it was in Canada, so I don't think it counts because at that point it's just like a blood sport. But well, no, Matt, the statute of limitations on murder never runs out. What? The, the, first... the, statu- the statute of limitations on murder, it doesn't run out. It's one of the few crimes with no statute of limitations. I got to go. Oh. The first rule about fight, fight, kumite is you don't talk about it. 
that, killing? No, that that's that's punches and popcorn. Oh Jesus Christ. I, I get so confused. It's hard. There's guys with beards. Yeah. Talking nonsense. It's easy to figure out. It's so confusing. It is. This is the one where the biggest guess we can get is you. <laughs> Uh, and we've mistake. done it eight times. <laughs> big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. Huge mistake. <laughs> Wait, was that you doing an impression of me? No, that was oh. that was by Julia Roberts. Oh. Getting her hand close to the, oh. okay. the, the jewelry thing. I, I thought you were doing like a Jackie Martling thing on me. Do it. You Woo! won't. You won't. You won't. Just try to cut his finger off with a pair of needleless pliers. He won't do it. It's not needle. Those are wire cutters. Your zoom sucks. <laughs> you can't even see the end of those needle nose pliers. They're so short. Yeah. It's the needle nose pliers that look nothing like needle nose pliers. <laughs> they look exactly like wire cutters. You look like me. That's how bad your camera is. Mm. 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 How do you want to close mm. this thing? Wait, are we... Uh, did you just decide we're done? Yeah. I, I, I think he's right. I got bored. Uh, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, what? I, I guess we won't talk about Anomaly being a, a success. And well, Yeah, I mean, it was good. We yeah, did, it was okay. a show. We, we, we did great. We showed a bunch of movies. You didn't show up for any of them. It was great. I mean, that was one of the goals of the festival, right? There was a picture outside. Don't let him in. Yeah. We hired three people to stand outside. It's a lot of security it, it, for one guy. I mean, I, I was impressed that it was 20% of the budget of it, the film festival. Th- they were very large men. Don't, don't let this guy in. Yeah. It was no, 90% man. cock too. That, that was what surprised me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, no. you'd be surprised how long we had to look long and hard. No, yeah. no matter, no matter what he says, no matter how many times he shows up at the front of the theater, do not let him in. The worst no thing matter is, how many times he drops to his knees and just chugs it down. Don't do let him in. Let him in. No, certainly not. The annoying thing was they wouldn't let me in because they thought I was you. And that was uh, embarrassing. embarrassing. Embarrassing, quite frankly. Yeah. Embarrassing. Well, I'm glad that Anomaly was uh, a, an astounding. It was a stunning success. We'll be back. And uh, year five, baby. Like uh, Skeletor in the post-credit scene of the Masters of the Universe movie, you'll be back. We'll be back, just like, just like the, um, what was the movie with the guy, the Austrian dude, uh, Predator, uh, Universal Soldier. We'll I think back. it was the, I think it was the final film of the festival, noted Austrian movie. McKenneth will never die. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't there, so he was. He's yeah. not so sure about that. Yeah, that was a great movie, though. Lenora was. That was a great. It was a awesome. blast. I love that. I'll movie. I'll, I'll be submitting a, a short for the next festival. It's called uh, "Every Time You Jacket Your Face Fucking Explodes." That was another <laughs> goodie. <laughs> I thought and it was going to be fucked that up. It was, it was supposed to be every time you jacket your dick fucking explodes. Yeah, but I mean that uh, would also work. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a bit on the nose though, because that's what should happen. Unless you're tormenting yourself. I, um, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, I've had four beers in an hour and a half. Barely. They're not beers. Near beer. almost, almost beers. Yeah. It's based on what we usually drink. I know, but I know. I've, I've essentially stopped drinking between episodes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Quitter. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad the festival went well. Yeah, uh, we have social media accounts, and those are at, at Beer Reviewed Journal and at Beer Reviewed JNL. 
that at beer reviewed JNL, that's probably not going to be around too much longer because that's on Twitter and Elon Musk is a fucking moron. It's true. Um, yeah. Try, trying to figure out what the next platform is, and that's real hard. We could go into a whole thing about Mastodon, but I don't understand it. I, I, I'm not quite there yet. I'm, I'm on there, but I don't get it. It's very heavy metally, and it's it's hard to understand. Three of those guys are from Rochester. Yeah, really hard yeah. to understand. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to the demise of my favorite platform, but you know, yeah. here we are, yeah. and their inevitability of um, inevitability is on its way. Yeah, yeah. It's going to where Tom from MySpace is. Yeah. Well, I'm at McKenneth Blue on those. He's at Dreaded Matt on those, and and the other ones at Stromy on those. Sure. Um, Check out our new website, unteruber.com. Yeah. Unter, Unter-uber.com. Place your bets. Um, <laughs> Place your bets. Put them in your pockets. Yeah. Um, May the odds be ever in your favor. Um, and if you want to go to a website where the URL will actually work, you can go to curatemeals.com for the time being and order your meal for... Rochester or Buffalo coming up. We'll be taking a little bit of break towards the end of the year, but until then, join us for a meal in Rochester. Best deal in town. The last one with with Han Noodle was lights out good. It was such awesome. a delight. And and in the meantime, you can uh, check out foodabouttown.com. Sure. Uh, for news and information about the Food About Town podcast, five-time uh, Rochester's Best Podcast Award winner. Food About Town podcast. Five-time. Five-time winner, winning so many times they retired the award after they gave it to somebody else for a year. Because it's just embarrassing. I mean, he's, he's dominant. Uh, that's, I mean, somebody has to hold that position, and I'm yeah. I'm content to do so. Yeah. Hmm. Alpha podcaster, Chris mm. Lundstrom. Yeah. What do they call that now? Is that S-tier? Is that a thing? Uh, th- yeah. That sounds like a thing kids would say. I have no idea. Yeah, I think that, that's it, a no, thing that, nowadays. That's, that's a JRPG thing, S-tier. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. Is that where it yeah. comes from? Uh, yeah, okay. I think um, it's like above an A. Yeah, uh, and and um, they'll often also share the blood type of the characters because the that's believed to uh, say something about the the character's personality. Exciting news! I just want to announce this right now. Coming soon to the Lunchador Podcast Network, it's three middle aged men talk about Gen <laughs> Z slang. <laughs> In I think that's what it is. Yeah, and um. Uh, I think what I'd like to leave the episode on is I don't know what my blood type is, so I hope I don't get into a car accident. I am a negative. Wow. Um, I could have guessed that. (laughs) Everyone else in my family is a positive, so I can give blood to them. They cannot help me out for shit. Congratulations. Yeah. Sounds about your mindset. Fucking useless bastards. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'll take only neutral blood because, you know, I have no idea what I am. Cool. Yeah. Right. Well, you, you can take my brother's blood. Thirty. He's a universal donor. Oh. I was going to ask you about that. We got one of those Home Depot buckets. <laughs> can we keep that in the studio just in case? Yeah. Just battery it up every now and again. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Justin. Mm. Hang them upside down above your tub. Just like you know. the second Hostel movie, if I remember That's exactly correctly. what I was talking about. Yeah, wow. I re- yeah. really shouldn't be able to have That's... a mutual reference for the second Hostel movie. No. <laughs> I'm nervous about both of you now. <laughs> Suspect. Uh, well, I, I thought the episode was over, but I guess we've gotten a second win. This is a fucking Midwestern goodbye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I th- <laughs> on Hostel 2, we can close the episode. <laughs> Uh, That's the one Dom Wiener was in, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
All right, everybody. Uh, you know what? Uh, hey, if one your eyeball is dangling out of your face, uh, just grab a rusty pair of scissors and, and, and snip that old optic nerve. And from all of us here at the Beer Review Journal, try everything. Hey, one more thing. I just had this other thing I had to say. God damn it, Matt. Happy Thanksgiving, motherfuckers. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. Wabam.